0: Good evening, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is a live stream, live reaction video to Ken McElroy's five predictions for real estate market by the end of 2022. First and foremost, this video was sent to me by a subscriber. So thank you very much. I actually missed this particular video from Ken McElroy. Not sure how it happened, but it did not hit my radar. I think it is exactly the kind of video I should share my reaction from. Because if you go back about six months, I uh, passionately reacted to a Ken McElroy video where he called for a 40% crash and said he was wrong and I was willing to put money on the table. So uh, I'm glad uh, viewers sent me this video because I would like to review it. He basically talks about five predictions and four opportunities. I will go through all nine of those, and I will really share where I agree. I think there's a lot I agree with, and then a few I disagree with, uh, which is interesting. So first and foremost, Ken has definitely learned his lesson from that uh, 40% call. He is much more conservative. He is actually not, generally speaking, calling numbers he's calling direction that's the biggest thing i saw in this video is ken is not saying oh my god the world's falling 40% or 10% or whatever he's just saying it will be up or it will be down much easier to be right when you're simply saying up or down but that's the first kind of feedback so first thing he talked about in his video was the forbearance period officially ending in 2021 uh, I have to agree. I think this is a layup. I think this is something that, frankly, has to happen. Uh, we we the system has to get working. I think we already see it in progress. Right, we are seeing avoidable foreclosures in action. Uh, Black Knight is now reporting less than two million folks in forbearance, with more and more people cycling out every month. We will certainly have some people that can't be helped, uh, but likely they have equity, and you know the. Any supply that they have will be absorbed. But I agree with with Ken. The forbearance period will end, I believe, at September, and I do not believe it gets extended. So first off, first prediction, totally agree with. Step number two, he talks about the eviction moratorium, and he wasn't as clear on this topic as I would have liked, uh, but I will try to be more clear. So if we are talking about the CDC unconstitutional order, uh, I agree. I do not think it gets extended. Uh, I think it runs its course by the end of this month. Uh, And frankly, I hope the CDC gets sued so this never happens again. But that's a different conversation. But yes, I do believe the CDC uh, moratorium uh, does not get extended. However, as a mom-and-pop landlord... The CDC order is irritating. What we need to watch is our local area, either state or city. I do believe there are some cities at a minimum that will try to play this game longer. Uh, I do believe it is a minority. It will probably be less than 20, probably less than 10 but if you are unfortunately a landlord in one of those say 10 cities you could see you could see an extension longer i think there are some local leaders that lean that direction that think all landlords are bad and uh, unfortunately they will do things that are unconstitutional uh, i do not think it's the majority of the country i think the majority of the country is rocking and rolling we will get out of this together but i do think there's a couple of cities um, that might see an extension. Number three, in my first disagreement with Ken McElroy, Ken McElroy is calling for housing peak by the end of 2022. Sometime in 2022, the national median house price will peak. I disagree. Uh, so, basically, again, he's not calling a percentage. So, technically speaking, a negative 1%. Would make Ken's prediction correct. That's he's being much more careful this time, which is probably a smart idea. But second, I'm this is what I am seeing with housing appreciation. 2020, 15%. These are national numbers. 15%. I suspect 2021, the year we are in today, about seven. 2022, about four, maybe three. 20, What is it? 2021, 2022, 2023, probably 1% or 2%. I do not see housing posting a national negative number until at least 2025. That's what I think. We will absolutely have some cities uh, that will post negatives next year. Uh, I talked about a bubble market or at least a market that was feeling bubble-like in Boise, Idaho, I think it was, yesterday right? When you start paying 6x appraised value for land, that's kind of bubble activity. So again, I'm referring here to a national number, and I do believe Ken McElroy was referring to a national number. So Ken is thinking a negative print will happen in 2022. I do not believe a negative national print will happen till 2025. I do think we go from 100 to 40 to 20 to 10 to 5 miles an hour but I do not see a negative print until 2025, Ken in 2022. Next up, Ken talks about renter nation. I think for me, my YouTube world, I think this was first brought to my attention by Grant Cardone, I think is where I heard this notion first. It may have happened elsewhere. It just didn't hit my radar until I heard Grant talk about it. But the idea of nation. when I hear Ken talk, he is talking about home occupancy right now at about 68%, which truth be told is right at the upper range of kind of averages. We certainly got higher in the last crisis, but you know we all know how that ended. So what he's really calling for is housing occupancy to decline over the next decade. He talked about millennials and some other things. I and perhaps this is my positive attitude and my glass half full, I want to think there's actually some trends that I hope pick up steam that makes home ownership better, easier, less expensive, whatever you want to call it. And I think there's two trends that I hope take off in the next 10 years. First is, I think we have at least have a proof of concept That 3D printing or using concrete or whatever that stuff is called is cheaper. I do believe there are a couple of companies that are doing this in states. I want to assume or hope or whatever you want that that technology, that investment gets picked up and we start seeing cheaper homes built Wouldn't that be great, right? A new home construction doesn't take 400 grand in California. Maybe it's 200 or something less. I truly believe that affordable housing is not a demand problem. It's a supply problem. I'm a believer in technology. I'm a believer that uh, when demand meets local interest, it can happen. So the first thing I want to believe is that we will see cheaper Housing construction, I'm not really sure how to call that, but I think that is something that could be very different between now and a decade. The other thing that I think could happen is we could actually see the average house size shrink. Think about that, right? If we stop going for 4,000 McMansions and we build 1,500 square foot houses, the cost is less. So I do think that over the next decade, We could see changes in building, which lowers cost, and we could see size shrink. Both of those will lower prices, thus making it more affordable. If you know my channel at all, I believe affordability is the metric to watch. So I do not agree with Renter Nation. Number five, this is where Ken and I agree, but I wish he frankly had more balls. He simply said by the end of 2022, interest rates will be higher. Duh, is my answer to that. Uh, The last time I checked, the average 30-year interest rate is 3.11%. It doesn't take a brave man to say rates will be higher in 18 months. So, I like to put stakes in the ground. So, let's call 4% the number. Do I think rates will be higher than 4% by December of 2022 or lower? This is for owner auch 30-year fixed-rate loans, right? Let's not get all squirrely on which packages. I believe rates will be over 4% for 30-year fixed-rate owner loans. It's my belief. I want to put a stake in the ground. Ken McElroy did not. I'm going to say 4% and take the over. So those are the five predictions. I think really three of them are layups. His pricing prediction is, how do I want to say it? soft. It's like, Ken, did you get so burned by calling 40% that you're not even calling a number now? Uh, But we did disagree on that. Now for his opportunities. And this is where you see Ken McElroy is a wonderful businessman. Ken McElroy is calling housing prices when he's not a housing investor. He talks about a property in Katy, Texas, like 680 units or something. I could never imagine buying something like that. Ken McElroy is a multifamily apartment investor and a wonderful one at that. It's always interesting when he tries to talk housing. I'm the one rental at a time guy. I'm the guy that looks at housing every single day. And uh, I would not try to make multifamily predictions in Katy, Texas. That's kind of Ken's deal. But one, he talks about opportunity of build versus buy. Is it cheaper to buy or cheaper to build? I think that is logic that plays anytime and frankly i think that is a something you should always look at then he talks about supply and demand right what is going on with rental rates folks i've been telling you on my channel rates for housing up rates for apartment flat let that sink in next follow the people ken is very big on this and you might as well be you're buying 600 units you need some people he says basically go to the red states And then lastly, I agree with this one, buy for cash flow, not appreciation. The people that got crushed in the last cycle had bad debt, unrealistic expectations, and were betting on appreciation. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. If you're working full time and you're trying to do one rental at a time, make sure cash flows day one, get fixed rate debt. Let's go from there. So at the end of the day, I think Ken McElroy is a wonderful person to follow. I've read his books. I think he's I think he's genuinely trying to help people. I do think Ken needs to talk more about apartments and multifamily than houses, right? Tell us about that deal in Katy, Texas, Ken. Tell us why you think that's a place to be. Uh, Talking about a three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,500-square-foot house. Didn't you learn last time that's not your ball of wax? But in the end, folks, if you ever find an interesting video out there on the real estate market, you can go ahead and send me a link. Leave a comment below. If I like it, and if I like the uh, channel, I might do a reaction video. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. We got six videos from our experts loading today. Jonathan Twomley and I talk about some crazy things. Dana Hemlane talk about some crazy things today. So six great videos coming for you throughout the day. Bye-bye.